Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, I Did It Again. Let's pray. Father, we come ready today and hungry for your precious word. Father, teach us through your word, and we choose to apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, I Did It Again. My friends, has anyone besides me ever said, I'm not going to do this or that again, and then all of a sudden you did it again? Well, first of all, thankfully, our God is a God of second chances and third chances and fourth chances and, and, and. But it sure can be frustrating when you think you've learned your lesson about something, and then here we go, I did it again. Today, for me, it was letting someone's appearance allow me to judge their openness to receiving the gospel message. On the way home from work today, I needed to get gas for the truck, so I stopped, and I was on the lookout also for someone to talk to about Jesus. I was thinking, show me Holy Spirit, who you'd like for me to talk to. And I think the first person I came across was this rough-looking character with messy hair and old clothes, etc. I was walking right behind him into the building, and he stopped and opened the door for this random lady, and then he held the door for me, too. I'm sorry, but I was surprised. Why? Because in my mind, I didn't think he was the guy that would be so polite and courteous. Wow, shame on me. So I thanked him and proceeded to use the restroom at the gas station. As I came back out, I thought about him and decided to go by his vehicle and talk to him about Jesus. So I did. I first told him how polite and courteous he was, and it was so nice to see someone open a door for someone else. And then I briefly shared Jesus, and he was very open to the message. As I left, I started to think about why do I do that? Well, I guess the simple answer is that until we get to heaven, we still have flesh to deal with. My spirit man didn't judge that man based on how he looked. My spirit man wanted to share Jesus with him. Now, I have learned enough in my Christian walk to not say to God, Lord, I'll never do that again, meaning judge someone by their appearance. But sadly, I probably will. I'm going to try not to, but my flesh still gets the best of me sometimes. But Paul told us to press forward with the Lord. When we get to heaven, we'll not have to deal with our flesh anymore. But for now, we have to learn to control it the best we can. And the more and more we build our spirit man up with the word of God, the better we'll be at putting that flesh down. And in this case, looking at every person that we see like God sees them. Let's start today in 1 Samuel 16 in the Amplified Bible, verse 1. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you grieve for Saul when I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have chosen a king for myself among his sons. Folks, so Saul was a mighty man in the natural But God didn't go by looks or perception. God looks at the heart, and he chose another king, not based on appearance, but based on the heart. Two, but Samuel said, 
How can I go? When Saul hears about it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, Take a heifer from the herd with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Three, you shall invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you what you shall do after that, and you shall anoint for me the one whom I designate. My friends, we'll never know about those we come into contact by their appearances. Some that don't look like it may be called for mighty things for God. For so Samuel did what the Lord said and came to Bethlehem, and the elders of the city came trembling to meet him and said, Do you come in peace? Five, and he said, In peace. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. He also consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. Six, so it happened. When they had come, he looked at Eliab, the eldest son, and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. My friends, our flesh could assume that the oldest child or the youngest child would be the best choice, but God doesn't look at age. 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. For the man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Folks, this is the most important point of today's discussion for all of us to take away. God doesn't look at the natural like the appearance or someone's height or anything else in the natural. The Lord sees not as man sees, for the man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Our spirit man sees what God sees, not the outward appearance, but the heart of a person. Verse 8, Then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass before Samuel. But Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Nine, next Jesse had Shammah pass by, and Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen him either. Ten, Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel, but Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any of these. Eleven, then Samuel said to Jesse, Are all your sons here? Jesse replied, There is still one left, the youngest. He is tending the sheep. Samuel said to Jesse, Send word and bring him, because he will not sit down to eat the sacrificial meal until he comes here. Twelve, so Jesse sent word and brought him in. Now he had a ruddy complexion with beautiful eyes and a handsome appearance. The Lord said to Samuel, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. My friends, by appearance, age, size, etc., no one thought that David was the one that God called to be king, but God looks at the heart. 13. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed David in the presence of his brothers, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward, and Samuel arose and went to Ramah. Now Mark chapter 4, verses 30 through 34 in the Amplified Bible. 30. And he said, How shall we picture the kingdom of God, or what parable shall we use to illustrate and explain it? 31 is like a mustard seed, which when it is sown on the ground, 
even though it is smaller than all the other seeds that are sown on the soil. Folks, by appearance, that little mustard seed doesn't seem like it will be much of anything. Well, the appearance didn't matter. Verse 32, Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes larger than all the garden herbs, and it puts out large branches so that the birds of the sky are able to make nests and live under its shade. My friends, that very small seed compared to the other seeds became a very, very large tree. Some of the people we see may not seem to be someone that will amount to much, but we could be seeing in front of us the next Billy Graham. 33. With many such parables, Jesus spoke the word to them that they were able to hear and understand it. 34. And he did not say anything to them without using a parable. He did, however, explain everything privately to his own disciples. Now, closing in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 in the Amplified Bible, verse 7, For we walk by faith, not by sight, living our lives in a manner consistent with our confident belief in God's promises. Folks, we are to walk by faith and not by sight, including how we look at others, by what God can do through them, not how they look in the natural right now. Verse 16, so from now on, we regard no one from a human point of view according to worldly standards and values. Though we have known Christ from a human point of view, now we no longer know him in this way. My friends, we are called to not regard folks from a human point of view. Verse 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition, have passed away. Behold, new things have come, because spiritual awakening brings a new life. Folks, we never know from the outside of a person what is on the inside of that person. And even if the outside and the inside of that person are dark, they can change that with one great decision for Christ. Let's choose to not look at the outside of people, but look at them how God sees them. Let's pray. Father, I repent when I've looked at people the wrong way, Father. We thank you that you can do anything with anyone, Father, if they come to you. Father, we need to shine brightly for you in this world. We choose to do so. Thank you for helping us in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.